Planning a wedding can be intimidating, but finding the perfect suit shouldn't be. Indochino makes it easy to get a custom suit right from home. Fine-tune every detail and design a suit tailored perfectly to your body and your personality, starting at just $4.99. Get a wedding suit as unique as you with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code PODCAST to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PODCAST. Fever, heart pounding in my Everyone, that was James Saunders over in South Africa with Fish Fever, one of his first songs uh, that we played on Big Blend Radio, and uh, we're very excited to have him here. He's going to be here for a couple seconds so that he can chat with Chef Ivan Flowers, who's on the show, again, one of our first guests. Uh, here we are celebrating 15 years of Big Blend Radio, uh, 20, <laughs> 25 years of the magazines with some crazy, crazy people, and 10 years mm. of traveling the country. But um, here it is. We've got fish fever, and I know Chef Ivan has cooked a ton of fish. He's a five-star chef, a culinary instructor, uh, working with kids in Temecula in the high school there. And uh, he's going to be talking to us about a filet mignon recipe uh, for Valentine's Day. But uh, we've got James here who has a question for him. But welcome back, Chef Ivan. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're good. Good, good. Hey, listen, thanks you? for waiting so long to get on the show. Because <laughs> I know it's an anniversary okay. party and, you know, we have champagne and, you know, you know what happens. Um, but welcome <laughs> back. It's so good Thank to have you. you. It's awesome to have you back. Uh, James is over in Cape Town, South Africa, and he apparently caught a octopus. An octopus, and, yeah. And wanted to, so you have a question for Chef Ivan, so go for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so thinking about that song, Superpowers, I think fishing definitely falls into my superpower. Um, and but. That's your superpower, right there. Right yep. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that back around. Yep. No, yeah, no problem. Um, yes. Um, okay. So, I'm 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 no chef uh, to speak of, um, but I do. You know, cooking is a, is a huge hobby of mine. I absolutely love it, and I love trying new things, and uh, particularly when it comes to seafood. And I've I caught an octopus this morning. I've been doing some research into into how to how to cook it. You know, people just recommend boiling it with various ingredients uh, for 30 minutes or so, and then letting it cool down, and it's kind of ready. Um, but uh, I think the question I have is, um, what what are the what are the ways in which you can present it or serve it with? What would you serve it with, and how would you you know, but I've got a few things going through my mind, like mushroom risotto, or 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 a salad, or or just um, you know, fried up with some herbs and onions and garlic, uh, and maybe some white wine, or or in a, in, in a white wine sauce served on a bed of rice. Or is there anything you can recommend in terms of how you would? Present or how you would, yeah, you know, how, how you present an octopus. 
Yeah, um, you yes, said that. First. You said how to present the octopus. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> No, no, it's funny. <laughs> no, it's just no. There's nothing wrong with it. Sorry, Ivan, go ahead. Sorry, no, we're just cool. being champagne-y. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing you want to do with with octopus, you can serve it many, many, many ways. Um, the thing you want to do is you want to get an octopus tender. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways you can do that. I first learned how to cook octopus on the island of Pados. Um, in the Greek Isles, where they used to take it cool. from the boats and they would slap it against the rocks and keep slapping yeah. it, slapping it to make it tender. You, you don't have to do that. Although there are some people that'll put it in a mixer with a paddle and oh. they'll do it that way to try to um, tenderize it. The best way to do it. Some people put it in a pressure cooker with some liquid. I like yeah. to basically make a very light stock with a little bit of lemon and tomato um, yeah. or a tomato sauce and you want to simmer it. You want to simmer it very gently uh, for about two to two and a half hours until the octopus gets very, very soft. At yeah. that point, you want to take it out. And what I like to do is if you're going to grill it, you're going to take uh, shallots and garlic and herbs and spices. You're going to marinate it for a number of hours. Then you're going to finish it on the grill. You can serve it in pieces or you can slice it. Another yeah. nice way to do it is um, once it's great. tender, you want to do what's called a frutta di mare, where you mix it with um, all the other you know, pieces of white fish, mussels, yeah. scallops, yeah. and you finish it with a light uh, citrus vinaigrette, a touch of tarragon, a little bit of sea salt. Um, you can serve it chilled. You can do yeah. a frutta di mare warm if you want to use a red sauce, a keca, or a marinara. But the whole trick yeah. is getting octopus tender because if tender, it's not tender, yeah. it's not going to eat well. It's going to be a turnoff. Okay, very interesting. So, so, so that's the main the main thing. The way you mm-hmm. serve it is there's a million ways you can serve it, but the mm-hmm. big thing is getting it tender. So you so yeah. you say lemon juice, lemon juice, uh, tomato, um, garlic. So what was it? Lemon yeah, juice, uh, you know, tomatoes, and garlic, shallots, and then hot water. Um, for two three hours. Yes, on a low simmer. But yeah. you, you don't you don't want it where it's falling apart. You want want it where it's fork tender. Yes yes okay. Do do you eat the like um, the whole octopus like the legs and the head or just the head or just the leg? Good question. The You're tentacles. just going to use the legs. Yeah. Just the legs. The tentacles. You're just going to use the tentacles. Yeah, you take the head off and you also take the beak out. Um, which is in the center region. You don't want the beak. And I honestly, after watching my uh, octopus teacher and seeing how intelligent and wonderful yeah. creatures they are, I uh, I don't I don't cook them anymore. I'm, I, okay. that, that's okay. that's sure like enough. a lobster. It's like the lobster thing about how you boil them and throw them in, and it's like a whole weird thing. But, but your octopus is dead at this point, right? It's it's like when you kill. I mean, Correct. Did yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Oh no. So that's a, oh no. No. There are oh, some no. people that catch them live and right off the boats, and they go into into the liquid, and and they're very much alive. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. so it's like a second. You like it's like a holding tank of death. Oh wow. So like <laughs> to me, I, I think you should kill it right away. 
So you don't yeah, have a holding yeah, tank. You know, well, no, the holding tank sucks. Put the, you put the, the, no, the octopus on it. a plate with its legs spread out, and you put orders oh. on every leg from the head down to the tip. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh. No. Because you have no, to make it's known as pulpo. Octopus is known as pulpo. And pul- I loved it for years. I love cooking pulpo. So, um, yeah, very big in the, in the Mediterranean. Yes, yeah. Mm. Is it good for you? Do you skin it or do you, do you not skin it? Uh, no, you don't have to. Um, uh, it's, it's high in cholesterol. You know, it's oh. high protein, but very high cholesterol. Oh. Octopus. Yeah. So you have to be a little careful. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, well, you're going to talk bad. about filet mignon just now, and that's, you know, that's just right. careful. But, you know, that's exactly. a little different. But, I mean, but then there's the squid thing. Do you have to, is the squidding, like, you know, isn't there like oh, a thing you have to be careful with? with, with yeah, there's a sack. There's a sack sometimes, and people will use that to make sauces or to dye pasta. You know, there's octopus, oh. and then there's something called calamare, which is squid, which is, you know, quite oh. different. Um, oh. And most Americans eat that uh, fried. Right, yeah. like those I, little I, rings. Uh, yeah. The little yes, rings and the tentacle heads, yeah. Mm. Or a light tempura and then finish it with a little fresh squeezed Myers lemon. Hmm. Mm. James is such a fisherman. He is. I mean, we played Fish Fever, and he's like Silver Ghost. His song is also about fishing, and, and James, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So you, yeah. you're going to have to show us what you cook on, on social media. I know you're, yeah. you're like, screw social media right now, but we want to see. <laughs> we all want to see. Just okay. send it to I'll, me and I'll post I'll, it. I'll, I'll post send it. a picture. Yeah. Okay. We okay. want a picture of what you do. Yeah. We want yeah. a picture. Okay. It's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, listen, also, I know it's late in South Africa. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ivan. You, you want to get tentacles. You want to serve tentacles with double rows of suckers. Those are the better ones, not the single ones. You want the tentacles what? to have double suction cups. Now I thought we're at the White House. House. <laughs> <laughs> if you want double rows of suckers, just talk politics. Yes, right. Okay. I our White House is okay. doing okay. Those are good tips. Good yeah. Tips that's take them to heart. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to see the suckers. picture. We want the picture of the suckers. Do you mean there's two suckers in one place? How do you double rows of suckers? What does that mean? Well, that would be the political parties. Like yeah, that, that's right. what I'm saying. That's, that, I shouldn't say the White House. I just say, you know, no. But, um, yeah, there you go. Oopsie. I want to see the double sucker. How, yeah. What do you mean? Like two suckers in one place? What do you mean double rows? Yeah, as, as, you, as you come down the, the uh, you know, basically the legs, yeah. Instead of a single suction cup, there's two next to one another, and it comes down the entire leg. The tentacle. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Two sucker legs at one time. I have nothing worse. <laughs> That's Childish. Come on. It's a Champagne Sunday show. I'm We're going to get childish but... about this. Oh, well, I didn't know there well, was a sucker cup. Well, we don't eat fish because even. we're allergic to all forms of fish and shellfish. So <laughs> but it's a... It's a unknown topic. It's a whole new world to listen I'm to you guys go talking to about sucker cups and, and, octopus and, and tenderizing the, the tentacles and everything. It's just very interesting. But, James, it sounds like you're going to have a 
really good wow. dinner tomorrow night. I know it's really late now in South Africa, but it sounds like you're going to have an interesting dinner tomorrow night. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. I think it's well, going to be good. I've done my research. I've done the when work. you're done. <laughs> before you eat it, we want to see it beforehand. So we can, can we have a out. photograph of the double rows of suckers? That's why I said yeah, we, we want the we'll, double. I'll, I'll put that in as well. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, that one is me. All right, James, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's late, and, and we really appreciate it uh, that you're yeah. on our show today, our party mm. show. And his superpower really is fishing. And if you see. Um, his photos on Facebook and in all of that, um, you see South Africans with it's it's angling. You guys are anglers, right? Isn't it from yeah, what I remember? Yeah. yeah, you're out on the beach with long, and I've swum out where you guys do that, and it's mm. hardcore. It's hardcore yeah. stuff, and, and, and much yeah. appreciation for what you do. And, yeah, we do a lot of um, releasing of fish as well. You know, that's also important. The next time yeah. you come on our show, we're going to talk about the stiff armadillo, and I'm not saying any more. No, about that's that right no, now. that's Taylor. That's Taylor. <laughs> oh, that's Taylor. What? Yeah. What is the stiff armadillo? We're gonna we'll we'll deal with well. James can come back on, and so can Ivan. Oh. With talk about yeah. armadillos. There's an armadillo cake that we can all make and send it to Natchitoches, Louisiana, since Steel Magnolias was filmed there, and they have an armadillo. We saw the armadillo cake when we were there the last time. Mm-hmm. The winning for the anniversary of Steel Magnolias film, the armadillo cake. And Nancy mm-hmm. and I wanted to make one, um, but that didn't happen. But <laughs> I've been, that's, I've been that's the one six- where, yeah, that's the one where Tom Scarrett. In the movie uh, Seal Magnolias, cut the, um, the tushy off and, and looked at I forget her name Shirley MacLaine and said he nothing better than a piece of ass. Right, you know? exactly. A very famous line in that movie. <laughs> right, and so that we were going to make the armadillo cake during COVID right. time, you know, in lockdown, but we never did because <laughs> grocery stores took things off the shelf. But <laughs> but really. Um, yeah, that is funny. That is funny. But Tracy would be able to make that, right? Your wife, Tracy. An armadillo would... cake? Yeah, she can make yeah. an armadillo cake. She's a cool. baker. She she gets that. James, She's a baker, a among night. many things. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. She's <laughs> awesome. She's just Take care, awesome, James. Good luck. Thanks, yeah. James. Thanks, thanks for the advice, and thanks very sure. much for having me, and happy anniversary again. And thank you. And I look forward to chatting in the future. Yes, cool. absolutely. You come back on any time. I mean, we love James. He, he's just an amazing musician and and yeah. and just an amazing guy. So, Chef Ivan, oh, let's you. go to thank you, okay. thank you for good, joining us. Seriously, night. I know it's so late in South night. Africa right now. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed and drink some That's sleeping exactly. time tea. But um, put, <laughs> put a shot of whiskey in there, Chef Ivan. Um, you know the yes. party bus is at you in in San Diego, and Priscilla, the pink socks monkey, does want to make you a, a drink or something. What would you like for a champagne brunch for you? Uh, what I would drink at a, a champagne brunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you eat and drink? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what's your yeah, thing? You know what I would like? I don't drink them a lot, but once in a while, in a tall glass. Perfectly made a good Bloody Mary with yeah. fresh horseradish, mm-hmm. right amount of lemon, just a touch mm-hmm. of horseradish, you know, mm-hmm. good, good uh, fresh tomato mm-hmm. juice. They're wonderful. And when you make them right, memorable. I can only drink one, but mm, 
Love it. Mm. What so, would you eat with it? I would do like canapes. I would do little hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. You know, I would do like little mm. roasted artichokes or little toast with mascarpone and prosciutto and a little lemon zest or a roasted uh, stuffed mushroom. Ooh, I like the stuffed mm. mushroom. Mm. Or I potato wanna... chips with caviar. Oh. Ooh. Huh. Mm. Ooh. So you, you mm. sent us the recipe for the filet mignon, and it it is like it, you got mushrooms in that photo. So that's kind of what I was thinking. It's um, mm. So I'm cool. like, mm, that's good. I, well, Nancy does that for breakfast for us. She does a yeah. very nice, that's what I was saying yeah. with the Bloody Mary. I saw those mushrooms in there, and I'm like, mm, that's, Nancy does good. She stuffs it with garlic and cheese and mm-hmm. we just got this new olive oil oh my gosh mm. it's interesting about mm. olive oil you know and we're tasting olive oil so okay you taste it but then you cook with it and your it mushrooms different. and onion changes into a whole mm-hmm. and the garlic oh. changes into the olive it was olive mill creek and it's near mm-hmm. where you guys, and it's so funny because when I was emailing Tracy about you coming on the show, I screwed up the time, and obviously I even more on the time, but um, I thought about you guys in Sedona because that's when you were on the show, when you had Forno's Restaurant out in Sedona. Right? I mean, that was hmm. 14, what, 13, 14, 15 years ago. And um, yeah. I went to Arizona time for you guys because it was just like, it's an anniversary show, this is when, right. you know. Right. But do you remember, I don't know if that, Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. They were there then at the same time, but olives are being grown in Arizona, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah, they do some nice oils, yeah. Yeah, and as soon as I cooked it, and listen, I made flatbread pizza, which we've done. You know, you taught me to cook. Don't put the the onions and the garlic and the um, mushrooms raw on the pizza. And you yep. know, we do flatbread, like the non bread mm. or whatever. We'll just take that yep. and I'll put like a little pizza sauce on it. And but I now start cooking. I cooked just barely, right? Just a little bit of sizzle, and I Saute. did it with the olive oil. That yeah, just a light saute of the of the mushrooms, mm-hmm. garlic and onion, and my mm-hmm. God, that was amazing. And doing it with olive oil, and that olive oil was really good, by the way. But um, mm-hmm. I, it was like this. I I, I don't and. I, it's like wine tasting almost with this olive oil thing. Oh, That's yeah. A whole other, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I was going to ask you. When I was chef. in the industry, I tasted yeah. olive oils um, constantly. Mm. I'd have the purveyor come in. It was uh, Ariete, and he would come in with six, seven, eight bottles. And we always did it with a plastic spoon. Mm. And the range on olive oils and extra virgin are amazing. Some of them are a little clear. Some of them are very green. Usually an olive oil that's extra virgin you want to finish with. A regular olive oil you want to cook with. I always used to use a Lungarian olive oil from the north central region of Italy up by Tuscany, um, which are world renowned for their olive oils. But then, mm. when you taste the olive oil, uh, are you heating it up at all? Because what's in the bottles, straight out of the bottle, and when you heat it, seems to taste different. It does. Once you heat anything, it tastes yeah. different. Again, extra virgin you finish with, regular you cook with. Mm-hmm. Depends what you're making, yeah. you know, but it is such a range mm-hmm. of olive oils. And then, yeah. you, you know, from all over the country, and all of them taste different. Mm. Well, it's interesting in your recipe now, um, and everyone, rosemary glazed, pan-roasted filet mignon, and that's mm-hmm. up on blendradioandtv.com right now. Just go on there and... Type in filet, type in Chef Ivan filet, Chef Ivan's filet. You'll <laughs> see it'll come up <laughs> in the search box. Um, it's interesting that you're cooking this. It's pan-roasted, but you're using, mm-hmm. and you preheat the oven to 400 degrees. I'm so scared mm-hmm. to go beyond 325. I'm such a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm scared of it. But um, well, remember, I'm learning. Remember, any, anything under 350 is considered baking. Mm-hmm. Roasting is 350 and above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to put it in a hot oven to finish it. That's that's really the secret. You want to oh. season, you know, when you think about a filet mignon, in the short loin uh, with beef are your four biggest cuts. You've got your New Yorks, your porterhouse, and your T-bones. Mm. Porterhouse and T-bone is in New York with a filet attached. So when mm. they take a filet mignon out of a steer, all they're left with is bone-in or boneless New Yorks. That's why mm. they're so expensive. And there's only two mm. per steer. It lays within the fat pocket of the short loin. It gets no exercise. So the meat is incredibly tender, but you have to know how to season it. Otherwise, you won't get flavor. People buy it for mm. tenderness, but you have to cook it the right way and put flavor into it to really make mm. it a um, successful dish. Mm-hmm. So when you put something in the oven like this, like, because we you know, house it all over the country now, and we've been in a whole bunch of kitchens. Oh, we need when, to do a show on that. That's a whole I know, other segment. Cooking in, in people's kitchens is a trip. When you go to put, like, the levels of the oven, sometimes the um, when, you put, when you open the oven, it's always a good surprise, um, it's sometimes it's right under the flame and, and you can move it a couple notches down so it's not right by the flame? Well, that's a broiler. That's a broiler. That's that's top heat, known as a broiler mm. or a salamander. Yeah. yeah. A regular oven, it's either a block oven or it has a convex in it, which is a fan. The mm. other one is a broiler. Okay. Oh, because they have a top oven. They have a top oven 
And then yeah. it goes, you can broil or bake or do, it's like this yeah. low thing. And when you cook in it, you can do the bake. So now I know why my pizza doesn't always work the way I want. Um, but I'm scared to put it <laughs> on like broil because I'm like, you're going to flame the pizza. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, top oven, keep it light mm. and light, you know, because it's just a pita bread, basically, non-bread mm-hmm. pita bread. And a few mushrooms on it. You don't need to bake, bake in the big oven. Go to the top. Mm-hmm. And then it says mm-hmm. broil, and I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Whoopsie. I don't want to cause I Yeah. <laughs> What would, I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of houses now with these two stove things. Two, they look bottom. like two-level ovens, and, like yeah. the boilers. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It, well, it's not weird. It's cool because, you know, like you're not roasting a chicken in the top, right? It's this low no, thing. So it's more like a broiler, like you're saying, but you can still bake on it. It's like, it may be cookies. I don't know. It's kind of, well, it's. So when they do steaks commercially in restaurants, very famous steakhouses, they mm-hmm. use broilers, and they're about 1,500, 1,600 degrees. Wow. So the steak is put in, and it's very important. You always leave your steaks out for at least a half an hour. You don't want to go in ice cold. And they'll put them under those broilers just for oh. maybe two minutes aside, and they'll flip them, yeah. and you'll get a nice char. And then the steak, especially when it's, if it's still on the bone, will keep cooking. So you have to pull it out a temperature before because as it's hmm. sitting on the plate, it's still going. You, you're still going to add another 10 degrees to that. Mm. So wow. actually cooking meat is quite a, quite a challenge. Mm. Yeah. Huh. And that's the thing with the filet. It's interesting, too, because you say, okay, you, you went and bought your filet, right? And so is this right. a filet that's going to feed two people or are you doing two filets? Um, You're going to do two fillets. Usually an eight ounce is a really nice cut. Mm. And you want it completely clean. You want it to look like a hockey puck. There's no fat around the outside. There's a chain, which you want to take off and you want to make it look perfectly cylindrical Mm. um, and and a little flat. And when it goes on the plate, it has to look like a picture. So a lot of times I would cut them and hand form them. So they were just a perfect round disc. That will give you oh even God. cooking and give you a center that's going to come out perfect. Wow. So I, I noticed in your recipe um, you use unsalted butter, but then you add salt. Right. Right. You don't want salt in the butter. Otherwise, it will mm. be too salty. Meat, mm. you want to, especially filet mignon, you want mm. to add a lot of salt. Okay. And sometimes mm. pepper, sometimes not. It's up to you. You can finish. What's very important is you're searing it. And you're putting a little bit of oil in the pan. You're searing it on both sides. You're finishing it in the oven. Now, when that comes out, you have some of the oil that's still in the pan. Mm -hmm. When you put the butter in, remember, regular butter, unless it's clarified, burns at 210. That butter will then mix with that oil. So you have a higher smoke point. And then you can put in rosemary or thyme, fresh, that Mm -hmm. infuses in the butter, and then you keep spooning it over the filet and all mm. of that meat juice, mm. the herbs, the butter, the salt, the pepper, then glaze the filet mignon. And you have to let it rest for at least four, five, six minutes. If you cut into it and it's too hot, all the juice is going to come out and it's going to turn gray. So it's important mm. to let it rest. 
Wow, that's making me hungry. That's because you even say to let the meat rest when you take it out of the fridge, even before you cook it. Yeah. You need to At let least it get to half it. an hour. Yeah. Because mm. I, I think yeah. a lot of but us will just take things out of the fridge and and just throw it in the pan. Throw it in the pan, and then, then why that's are we when doing, you get? Why, yeah. I mean, what 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 is is that a like? It needs what what? I mean, doesn't it get to room temperature once you start heating things up, or no? No. Um, if, no, on the outside it'll warm up. The inside will sell, uh, mm-hmm. stay ice cold. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants a filet mignon blue, where they want it literally mooing and very raw, like raw in the middle, that's when yeah. you're going to do it cold. Huh. Because they want it oh. blue. Other than that, like if you were doing a turkey and it was mm-hmm. like 20, 25 pounds, you would pull it and let it sit for two to three hours before you even went in the oven. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So this is, yeah, the resting thing, it, it's interesting on the before and the after, right, about what you're doing. You know, you're resting the meat before you put it in the pan. You're resting it once it comes out because yes. that's something you always yes. talk about. You have to let the meat rest before you serve it. And, you know, all of us at home will go, oh, it's out. Let's cut it and serve. And you're always about mm-hmm. let it rest. What yes. that has, yes. has to, is, is it like wine that it has to breathe? <laughs> it has to relax. It has to relax. The it muscle has to, has to calm relax. Down. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I have a good friend of mine. He's a he's a big foodie from Florida, Walt Blenner. So he's quite a foodie. He's listening to your show today. So we both wish Hi, you a Walt. very nice happy hey. anniversary. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, so what he knows about resting the food, he's into that rested. Let it rest. Yeah, I, I, Florida, if he doesn't, he does now. In Florida, it's warm. <laughs> it's warm right, right it's now. Warm, I'd like to be warmer in, in Florida. Like, <laughs> right now, my my body would go. I could rest, and you could cook me. Because yeah. I got a lot of meat. <laughs> but this is really cool. But this is interesting. And you use canola mm-hmm. oil. So why? Like we we were starting to talk about olive oil. Why canola yep. versus olive oil? You can use uh, you can use the regular oil olive oil. And, I mean, yeah. canola oil and butter, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why the two? Um, you use the butter to uh, again when the oil comes out, butter burns at two ten. So by mixing it, you're infusing the oil into the butter, so the, that won't burn and get brown. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll get okay. what's called the burn noisette. And um, you can use olive oil, but you don't want to use a strong olive oil because it take it can very easily take over the taste of the beef. Mm. Now some people will drizzle a little extra virgin olive oil on top, or some people will make a filet mignon and put what's called a maitre de butter, which is a chilled disc of butter with herbs in it, right? And mm. let that That's melt that. on the steak as it comes to your table, so it's just mm. melting all through the top. Mm. And I know we've touched on this before, but sometimes like they do the blue cheese and then like a bacon mm-hmm. thing on top. But when mm-hmm. you're doing a filet mignon, doesn't it kind of it? I mean, blue cheese is great. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. anti that at all, or, or you know, bacon, all of that. But these are really strong flavor profiles when you put it on this right. piece of meat that's supposed to be right. so great, right? 
Right. So are we tasting the meat anymore if we're putting that on, or do we just put a smidgen? Like, where are we on you that? Don't, you don't use too much. You're introducing umami. Blue cheese is umami. It's the fifth mm. uh, uh, profile. So that blue cheese really wakes that meat up, and it works incredibly well together. And then if you have a good wine that goes with that, all three of them just explode in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Because well, I think the wine calms down the blue cheese. But you mm-hmm. don't want to put a lot. You just put a little, no. teeny bit. Yeah. The overdoing right. of blue cheese is death. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not good. Well, you I can do a blue cheese it. butter. You can put the blue cheese in the butter, chill it, Ooh. cut a little slice, and then just put the Mater D blue cheese Ooh. butter on top of the fillet when it comes Ooh. out and just let like it melt. That. I like that. I like that. that sounds good. I like that idea. That's a balance. That's a nice balance. Mm. So, Chef Ivan, what is your champagne toast? My champagne toast goes out to all people over the last couple of years working in restaurants, catering, food trucks, hospitals, implant mm. feeders, mm. cooking, cooking with masks on, mm-hmm. cooking on the line, putting the hours in. Mm-hmm. Really making it memorable for people. It's not. It's not an easy profession. No. And um, anybody that cooks, so many people now they'll order the you know the home box meals and that's it for them. People that cook are really really doing something that is very passionate and and very loving. So mm-hmm. my hat goes off to to all mm-hmm. of those folks. Yeah. What is sure. your superpower? My superpower, my wife always tells me this, and it's helped me through my career, is my sense of smell. Ooh, I taste everything. I, like I taste everything through my nose. Mm. So a lot oh. of times, I I know if something's going to burn three days before it actually happens. Oh I'm wow! I'm very that's, keyed in with one. my nose. Yeah. Well, yeah. put them in a forest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it is so Chris, good to have you back on the show. Thank you for okay. joining us. We owe. We owe Taylor Joyner uh, a segment because we were supposed to play You Love, but we didn't. Mm -hmm. And we're going to play music uh, by Doreen Taylor uh, as we close the show down. Of course, we're we're always delayed. You know, we're not good at these live shows anymore. We just keep getting delayed because we love all of the people that are on the show. We just want to keep talking to everyone. Um, Music is my magic is the first, I think, the first time Doreen Taylor came on our show and we want to give a toast to her. Nancy, mm-hmm. I know I'm toasting to her right now. That's my toast right. today is old friends, mm-hmm. new friends, and Doreen is one of them over the shows. We've never met her in person. Uh, we did get to meet Chef Ivan and Tracy in person with Crystal mm-hmm. the Sock Monkey. We did get to do that on our tour, yeah. which is amazing. And uh, Doreen, hopefully we'll see you too, but we want to toast to you. And we're going to toast with the song Music Is My Magic. She came on this show one of our Champagne Sunday anniversaries with her album, new album, Magic. And so it just makes sense that we play Music Is My Magic. So we're going to close the show with that. And we want to thank you, Chef Ivan. Thank you for joining yeah, us. It's always you, so Chef. much fun. We've missed you. It feels like it's yeah. been years, yeah, but it's not too. that bad. I know, yeah. ma'am. It's like, ah. Oh. But thank you for joining us. Thank you, sure. everyone. Here it, here it is. And shout out to Tracy and Pickle. We heard Pickle. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Here it is. Music is...
My Magic from Doreen Taylor. Keep up with her at DoreenTaylorMusic.com. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, guests. Thank you, listeners. We love you all, and our toast goes to you for being part of our journey. And here we go. And after this, we're going to run out in the sunshine and have a little more wine, right, Nancy? <laughs> a little more champagne. I'm halfway there. Of, there it is. Here it is. Music is my magic. Thank you, Doreen. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.